Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. to the Gamerland Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Warsham. This is episode 533. With me, as always, is the one, the only. It has been said that uh, he translated the word weird to mean amazing. The, the KevinMiller.com. That may or may not pay off later. <laughs> Jump and press the circle button, Kevin. Define Wii <laughs> We will later, I think. Uh, oh, wow. Um, this is the first time you've ever laid a, laid something down. Like a tease? Yeah. Like a... That I don't know about. Usually I lay things out that surprise you. It doesn't go the other way around. Well, we got a... We're reversing roles. We got a tweet or a Facebook message or something that somebody said, hey, what the hell happened to the formats? So uh, it'll come up later on. And we went back. We're going back to the format, so it'll it'll come on later on. And we weeded. We weed. Uh, is what? Uh, uh, yeah, uh, I should have ruined it. Damn it! I see what you did there. Damn it! Let's go to the entertainment center. Entertainment center. I built this at IKEA. Segments are back. Ninety <laughs> percent more segments. <laughs> so, uh, my wife gave me a delayed uh, Father's Day present. I yeah. mentioned this on our Gamerland podcast. Do you know what? Oh yeah, you know what it is. Yeah. It was like you reacted like it was sexual. You're like, yeah. Wait, then maybe I don't know what it is. <laughs> it was Disneyland. I was I was hoping. I'm like. I can't wait to see him connect these dots in this show. <laughs> this is going to be interesting. I just I just skipped right over those. <laughs> Stay within the lines. No way. Um, yeah, so Justin knew because she was trying to work out uh, babysitting with you. Uh, it would have been great if you guys could have joined us. I think that would have been a little more entertaining. Are you talking about your trip to Disneyland? To Disneyland, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was never part of her plan for us to babysit. It was for you guys to come. Yes. Oh, good, said, good, good. Yeah, I know he loves Disney and he loves the Warshams, so we want to get the Warshams involved. And yeah. I just I couldn't do That's it. Sweet. Uh I couldn't do it that day. Um You'd had enough. No, I think we had, had already enough Millers. No, yes. <laughs> there yes. was too much we came over for dinner. Oh, I'm so glad you said it. I feel <laughs> we'll like we'll cut this short. Yeah. Okay, bye. Listen, Kevin. First of all, don't ask why. The mics are still on. Yeah, don't ask why I'm still recording. Um, no i think we had already it was two things we'd already had plans uh that day but then also natalie wouldn't get off until like three o'clock i had thrown out there that if she wanted uh to leave quinn with us oh yeah she could and then but i thought it was i think part of her plan was that she wanted to be a family it would have yeah it was nice Uh, i mean we ultimately we only were able to go on a handful of rides because he's tiny and he doesn't he's in he's at the next to worst age to take uh, to Disneyland because it doesn't entertain him at all. Yeah. Like, like even when they're two, one and a half in like six more months, that will be at least be interesting enough to do stuff. But right now, he just 
it's a it's cardboard box with a speaker in it would probably blow his mind more yeah. than Disneyland. The, I, I, we have a laminator now at work. I bring him home the scraps. Half an hour on that. <laughs> Disneyland. Nah. <laughs> I go home. If he could talk. If he, yeah, that's how he feels. Yeah. Uh, so we're just trying to find things to do that are that are infant friendly. And one is the, uh, it used to be called the Carousel Progress, and it's now called the Imaginatorium. What the heck is it called? Uh, yeah. It's in Tomorrowland. Um, that big spinning thing. That, that Yeah. It always makes you look like, I, I know that they just have Osimo there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know why I don't go there? Because it called me obese. Who did? Oh, yeah, yeah. They have all those things. Yeah, they have a so BMI Disney. in there that it's like, they called me obese. And you know what made me angrier? Wow, that's that When they called me obese, it made me, I, I went and bought a churro. <laughs> they, got, they got me. That's fascinating they that they're so dollars. insulting. They, yeah, I was shocked. I, I mean, uh, all of that is joking, but in all honesty, I'm like, really? Do I? Yeah. I, what happened to the happiest place on earth yeah, where I yeah, get yeah. reminded? It, and it tells you on the way in. It says, from here you leave the world of, of today, and you step into the world of yesterday, tomorrow, and fantasy. Oh. And that what you that's oh, what so, it says over the plaque as you walk inside. So in my fantasies, I get to be obese, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They well keep done. it real. It's the Imagitarian. They're well imagining done. real life because you're in world of fantasy. <laughs> I broke my brain. My mind is not clear. <laughs> so in there, they have a, an Iron Man exhibit because finally they're starting to show that they own Marvel yeah. at, at Disneyland. And so that's what we went in there to do was play and you get to you stand in front of essentially a connect and you get to dress up as Iron Man and fly around. And the way, it's pretty great. The way you started to act that out yeah. like I, a I little really teapot. I wanted you to undersell the fact they have things that shoot on you and you get to wear the outfit. Yeah, uh, that's cool. Other than that, it's cool. But and that awesome thing. I mean, he's a walking robot. <laughs> he's he's going to be our pet. Built by Honda. Years. Um, so right next to that was Disney and and if you've been listening to the show for any length of time, you know that Disney Infinity has come up a couple of times because I'm a huge Skylander fan, yep. and I own all of the current two series that are out, yeah. uh, Spyro and, and Giants. Uh, I own them all. And every time Disney Infinity came up, I was like, and I put this on our Gamerland uh, Facebook wall, I was unimpressed because the the from what I saw, the point, from what I know, because I I think it's pretty obvious. Uh, they had two different game modes that they came in with. There was this sort of Minecraft thing, mm-hmm. and then a regular story mode, and then and that's clear. And then uh, Skylanders became huge, and they added this this extra level of a merchandise on top of it. Like instead of just being able to play as all these characters, they're like, well, we'll just attach the characters to merchandise to be able to sell straight out. Um, and so I was never at all interested in collecting you know, watered-down, sketchy versions of Disney characters because it's not as much fun to me. So um, until I went over to the... And the mind you, this is... This is the, until... <laughs> the day before the stupid game is released. I have been going... Months and months since they announced Disney Infinity, not interested in this game at all. The day before it's released, I go there and I spend... My wife and I have still been debating how much time. <laughs> I said 12 minutes. She said 30. <laughs> so somewhere around the 20-minute mark, I'll, I'll guess, that I spent playing Disney Infinity and discovered that it, it – I didn't know why I didn't know this, but it's made by Avalanche, which is the studio that made the Toy Story 3 game uh, after Toy Story 3 came out. Now, the, the beauty of that game is they had two game play modes, one that was like seven or eight levels that kind of told the story of Toy Story 3, you know, scenes from the movie, play acted. Typical 
typical uh, franchise movie to game stuff. And it wasn't super great. But then the other side of it, they had what they called the toy box mode, which was sort of this story-driven sandbox thing that made Toy Story an RPG. Uh, And so you go around... Oh, because the the characters work just like Skylanders. You upgrade them, and except for it's within the the characters didn't upgrade, but the universe, this like sandbox toys toy box world, did. So you you show up and you're the sheriff in town in Toy Story three, and you're either Woody, Buzz, or Jesse, and you can choose. There's no penalty for switching between them whenever you want, and you go around and and the characters from Toy Story are there in the world, and it's as if you're in. Andy's imagination is kind of how they sell it. Like you're in this wild west for everything looks like like it does whenever Andy's imagining things, but they move like toys do. And yeah. they and all the characters are toys. And the buildings look like playsets and the the puzzles are like playsets and the and the, like characters like you can buy a, a goof machine that makes things tall and small and and all this great stuff and it's this i mean i play it when i got it i played it for days and days and days to the point where cat my wife was like this is like a never-ending game (laughs) because it's the it's sort of like skyrim meets toy story was what this toy box game is it's a lot of fun that's just one element of the that's that's the the good half of of toy story 3 I I played the hell out of the game. I I I just destroyed that game from beginning to end. I mean, there's a short list of games that I beat, and that game captured my attention. And it was fun in the universe, and it's beautiful to look at. And if you like Toy Story, it's it's a really great um, off the page kind of uh, further exploration of the characters and all your favorite Toy Story kids are there. It's as if you're playing in Andy's room. So <laughs> we're there at stupid Disneyland, and they've got the Pirates playset hooked up to one of. They have several different Xboxes there. If you've ever been there, you always have some game playing. Um, and this, all the sets are all Disney Infinity, and they had just turned it on because we walked in right at ten o'clock, uh, and and the game was just starting with the beginning of the Pirates toy set. And I'm playing around, wandering around. Oh, this is kind of trying to figure out the controls, and then run up around a corner, and in Toy Story Three, you. Uh, don't collect like prize baubles or coins. You collect uh, quarter machine uh, vending baubles. You know those uh, like plastic things with mm-hmm. rings or super balls yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You you run into them and then they that you'd find on the exit of a grocery store. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. And so you when you touch them, they like uncork. They go. And then the thing kind of sparkles out, and then you beat a mission, and, and like confetti flies. And so I'm playing it, and I turn a corner and hit one of those toy bobbles, and it all clicks in my head of like, oh no, <laughs> I didn't do my research. This this is just that game in instead of just Toy Story universe, it's all oh. these universes. And so I then then we're in line for stuff at Disneyland. We're wandering around Disneyland. And I'm on Amazon, <laughs> looking up and learn and Wikipedia, learning all the differences between the players and the sets. And so the fascinating thing is they have it comes with three toy boxes, which is um, Monsters University, Pirates of the Caribbean, and uh, The Incredibles. And then there are two others that were released at the same time as launch: Lone Ranger and Cars. And they each come with two characters there. 
So the thing that's that's great about it is they or th- that I always thought was limiting, unlike Skylanders, where you play the game and you just switch the character at random. When you're in these toy box modes, you can't switch the character to another franchise. You can keep the like if you're in cars and you have Lightning McQueen, you can take him off and put Mater on, and he'll show up in the game. But if you take Mater off and put Jack Skellington on, it won't work. Oh, uh, so you can only play with the character within their within own the universe. toy box. So I always I didn't not knowing that it was Toy Story three. Two, <laughs> I thought, well, that's lame. Why did they do that? And then I realized what kind of game it is, and then it it, it sold me on it because, it, like in Toy Story three, it didn't matter if you were Woody, Buzz, or Jesse. You had the same abilities, and the same is true within this. There are virtually, and there's some kid that's playing it right now that's about to call me a liar. There are very little differences between characters when you play them. It's mostly which character you like to play with. So, uh, on release day, on Sunday, after working a 12-hour day at my day job at, at the church, I, I come home and Kat tells me that I should go to the store and buy Disney Infinity. So, I ran out and bought, on launch day, <laughs> bought the, the starter kit like, and cars how I imagine and Lone Ranger. <laughs> hey, honey, how was your day? I was, I was good. How was your day at work? It was good. Hey, I think you should go. <laughs> Get some chili. <laughs> the, the door just is like swinging in the air. <laughs> I didn't even finish it. I knew what you meant. I love you. Thank you. We're on the same <laughs> Son, you are never going to go to college. Google <laughs> Gaga. Or at least not on your dime. Make him pay for it. It's better anyway. <laughs> how, did you start the clock? How I much, did. What, how much time do we have? How much time do we have left? Yeah. Oh, there's the clock. Great. Yeah. Have we only talked for seven minutes? No, we're about five minutes on top of that. It was oh, okay. five minutes in before I hit go. Before you hit go. Yeah. Got it, got it. Yeah. Because um, I have so much to say about that, but we could go to the sandbox uh, to talk more about talk it. More or about I could give you more review of Disney Infinity. Which segment does this belong in? Um, Let's see. I would say that sandbox, uh, but we could keep talking about it. You're playing it. Why not? Yeah, let's, let's go into so the we, sandbox. You want to go into the sandbox? <laughs> Is that cap poop? <laughs> <laughs> it's not a tootsie roll. You're fine. You're not pregnant. The sandbox. <laughs> <laughs> we said we'd never do segments. <laughs> <laughs> we said, oh, I never told you the, the thing I wanted to do with our show. Uh, Tune in next week to find out Kevin's ideas. How our show will be improved. <laughs> <laughs> but enjoy this mediocre one. That we'll, well, we have improvements to come later, as do all improvements. Yeah, it'll be like a patch. Yeah. You'll download it next week. Yeah. Speaking of which, the uh, speaking of Disney Infinity and patches, the, if you read any reviews, all they do is talk about how ridiculously clunky the game is, <laughs> which was not my experience at all. I have yet to have a problem with yeah, it. Yeah, I have a lot of questions since we're doing this in the sandbox now. Yeah, set. Hit me. So, so uh, the way you described it is mm-hmm. that you can't play these worlds unless you have toy boxes. Whatever toy boxes. Uh, you can't play these toy boxes World. unless you have. <laughs> <laughs> uh, unless you have the characters. Yes, but they all come with the character that goes with that toy box. One character. So you're you're buying a new game? Yes, you got it. Oh. So here's what it here's what the But when you buy the $10 character, you're buying a new game. No. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so when you buy the starter pack, you get three characters and three matching toy boxes. So you get you the get Incredibles, you, you get, get Monsters Inc and you get Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. So you get Jack Sparrow, 
Mr. Incredible. And Mr. Incredible and, and, Sully. and Sully for each of those three universes. And it's Monsters University, not Monsters, Inc. I, Monsters University is the one I haven't played yet because I didn't see the movie and I don't want it to ruin it. Huh. Um, so don't ask me any questions about it. Although I got your son to give me a review of the movie. He said something about a line and he wasn't supposed to cross it and he did and it was scary. Can't wait to find out what that means. <laughs> I'm glad you said that because I actually was kicking around the idea of taking him to go see family movies and then letting him review them on my dad podcast. Oh, I would love that. <laughs> Please do. It took a little get it took a little work to get it out of him, but yeah. he eventually started to tell me elements of the story and stuff and yeah i think he could do it he would, I think he he would do a good too. job uh, well i just i'm wondering if it would be entertaining just to hear him even if it gets nonsense i think i, laugh. I know nothing and what having seen it i'm sure it would have been funny because yeah. you'd know what it was like watching the girl talk about star wars having not seen it i it builds this crazy anticipation to be like what was he talking about <laughs> i don't i've seen it with him and you and don't know. I don't really know what he's talking. I have an idea, but I, it would ruin the movie. Can't wait. Right. That's what I thought. Um, so, so then, if you buy the co- the Cars play set, you get um, Lightning McQueen mm-hmm. and Holly Shiftwell. Oh, who wants that? <laughs> exactly. And the Cars toy box. You buy Lone Ranger. You get the Lone Ranger. Now, can I? Can we talk dollars and cents? Hold. Um, yeah, we're okay. getting there. Right. You get the Lone Ranger and Tonto and the Lone Ranger. That's uh, in there set. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. So that, but those are no, those are their own. Those right. two are two different. Toy I know, boxes. but I can't believe that they already have the Lone Ranger. Yeah, like it's a classic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> it came yeah. Out the, two months ago. Well, see, that's what to your earlier point. That's what they're doing. They've essentially built a game now that they don't have to build any more games. Yeah. <laughs> Disney Infinity. Like because it's got later releases including Frozen. Oh, that's Frozen. why it's called Infinity. That these this is all of our games now. This yeah, is how they this will is all be. Yeah, and they've got it's clear Until like somebody comes up with the new Skylanders. Yeah, exactly. This is series one. Uh, so uh, there's stuff that's happening. Like they'll do the same rollout as as Skylanders. I imagine because all the information's on the disc. I wondered whether or not they like if you when you buy the toy boxes if it ports the information into uh, the game it doesn't that could change i don't know how robust the the port is it's a much more durable station than the portal is on um skylanders it has three different ports two for characters one for the toy box and then they have the ability to have two things stacked on top of it so where skylanders can only handle three things in the current generation i think the next one will be able to handle four this thing can have six different items items on it at one time and be able to read them. Yeah, all. I saw cuz I was looking at it online one of the teacher the preschool director at Jacob's yeah. preschool bought it but she buys these things because she thinks they're going to be huge and then she sells them on eBay. Like uh, yeah, she she was wrong because she has the, her thumb on the finger of the pulse of preschoolers yeah. and so she picks up She's like mistaken. she buys collectors editions of like the Dark Knight and stuff like that. That might if she if there is some some collector's edition to Disney Infinity, she would be fine. If she can get her hands on Mickey the Sorcerer, which came at D23. No, she had uh, a starter pack, and yeah. then I think she had like a mater. And... That, you can find that stuff everywhere. The, the Disney, unlike Skylanders, has done a full-blown release with launch. Like you, unlike previous, unlike Activision, where you have to, it's like playing Pokemon. You got to go catch them all, driving from store to store. You can't, if you go to a store with Sky, with Disney Infinity, they've got every. Every unit, like they have, they have done a really good job of stocking the shelves with everything. Nothing is hard to find. Um, Can I and tell me if I'm re- messing up your flow here no. on the with these questions? But so, like each of the toy boxes, mm-hmm. are they essentially? Uh, is are we talking like an RPG here, where yeah. it's essentially the same game but with a different skin? 
It, no, and okay. yes, okay. they are variations. So that's the thing that I'm super impressed with. Again, it's all on the disc from what I can tell. There are five toy boxes there, uh, out right now. There's at least a sixth. There might be a seventh. I'm not sure. There, uh, toy Story in Space is coming where you can play as the Toy Story characters in, in uh, uh, Buzz Lightyear's universe as opposed to the previous one where they all the Toy Story characters were in Woody's universe. I wonder because they're talking – I heard rumors on the internet that they, uh, Tom Hanks and Tim Allen signed to do a Toy Story 4. Oh, that would be surprising. Yeah. Um, that'd be great. And um, – I think that there's a Wreck-It Ralph coming as well. Play- I know the characters are coming. I think their playset is coming. I think they have a toy box in the works as well, but I'm not sure. Uh, but like I said, it would be on the disc. Like if we could crack the disc, we'd be able to see it. I don't know if they Oh, have it's the already built into the disc that comes. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Just like Skylanders. So when you so play. you don't get a new disc when you no. buy the new character. You buy a little thing. It's like having a little cheat code that unlocks that exactly. world. Exactly. That's the brilliant part about this whole system is that they, they just put a bunch of stuff on there. Uh, and then you need to buy these these yeah. uh, things to in order to unlock it. I I have a feeling that that's not true. I have a feeling when I put down Toy Story in space come October or November, I think it's going to download and stuff it, as a patch. That, I think like so. Updates. My so I, to go back where you're saying the six things is that uh, it had the the thing I saw as opposed to it just being a solid portal. Mm-hmm. They're destined like there's yep. spots that so they this destined, is they have destinies. <laughs> they do. So this is and the that thing there that were is, cards that would go underneath. Yeah, it looked like I. It is unbelievable the amount of content that this game has like you know pound for pound what you're spending your money on mm-hmm. is ridiculous because the the game itself uh that the, just the starter pack if you're okay with the three characters to spend 75 dollars on a game you get these three characters and the portal uh and then if you don't have the bug that says i must buy all the characters yeah. you get an an enormous game there alone uh because the while you have this whole rpg side of it that you have uh, almost complete ac- you have complete access to the whole story in each of the toy boxes you don't get some of the like collectible junk that's here and there uh through it but then you have this whole other side of the game that is being called the duplos of minecraft like if, if minecraft is legos for yeah. video games Disney Infinity is duplos and you build your own universe toy box using Everything. So whereas in the other in the toy box playsets, you can only be Mr. Incredible in, in the Incredibles universe. This you can have uh any character fight any other character or build have them all be in fantasy land and they have uh there's some some statistic of like fifteen hundred different items that you can unlock within this um this free roaming world, uh, and it's across the board from franchises that aren't even touched in the rest of it. Aladdin, uh, Disneyland uh, icons, Epcot Center, uh, like the Haunted Mansion is there, and then Scrooge McDuck's money bin <laughs> is one that's on the box. So there's all wow. these. Like from several different generations of, of stuff all across the board, all packed into this game, and it's it's a pretty simple system. I I don't I think Jacob wouldn't be able to do it. Like your five year old son would not be able to uh, create a game and feel good about it. Like it, it gets a little complicated. There it takes some pretty sophisticated understanding of three D 
building and 3D modeling. I never, uh, and I don't know if I'm messing up the flow again, but I never feel, I never like that aspect of games. And I don't either. Uh, not as an adult. Uh, as a kid, I would have spent 100 hours spending uh, playing it, just like I did with something like Spore or something. And I guess, well, I guess you could upload it, and then your friends can play Exactly. Because like, that's what that. I feel like. That's the only thing that's fun, is that you can make a level, and then your friends can play yeah. it. And, and that's pretty cool. And it, you know, I've... I've I'd, I've eaten my words, is I what I'm turned saying. it on. <laughs> yeah, haha. I turned it on just to see how it was, and then I ended up, uh, like, it tells you how long you worked on a level, and I went to hit save. It's like an hour and a half. I was like, oh, I guess this isn't terrible. <laughs> and I make stuff and, and my wife would walk by and be like, oh, that's really pretty. And you can put Cinderella's castle in the thing and then change the lighting and make it look like the Buena Vista opening credits for films. And oh, stuff. cool. Uh, there's a bunch of different unlock. Like you can change the sky into Tangled and that kind of thing and put the frogs from Princess and the Frog. And um and you know the the Acrobog dudes from from uh, Aladdin, um, so that if you're in, I think if you're a little older, like you're like seven or eight, that could be really engaging to be able to build your own your own universe. But for me, the only reason I purchased it was for this um, for the uh, for the ability to play this Toy Story three part two video game, mm-hmm. and it it delivers in a great way. Like I it's I bought the other two toy boxes. Uh, Cars and and Lone Ranger, and it's like I got, I do. I have five brand new video games, and they all, to your earlier question, do kind of feel the same because it is go around, do an adventure, do an adventure. But that's my kind of game. That's Skyrim, Guild Wars, um, you know, open world, choose your own thing, or just run around. Yeah, I don't have a, I don't have a problem with it. It's some sometimes I feel like it's cheating when I feel like I could see behind the curtain, if that makes sense, where it takes me out of where it's like. Wait a minute. Like, uh, what's the no. oh, in like God of War? As much as I enjoy the game, like there are moments when I go, okay, this is the same program bad guy. You yeah. just now uh, there's a difference in the programming. It grabs a different skin because I'm in a different no. level. It does and not do that. I don't like that kind of no, stuff. No, this this is these are like probably a better way. If Toy Story three, the video game was the first game, this is like they made five sequels simultaneously because they're all the same kind of ge- general idea but then they operate different so when you're when you're playing pirates most of the game takes place on your pirate ship and it has its own pirate ship game functionality when you're in the open and seas the waves rock the boat and you come back and forth and wow. then you see other pirates and it has its own way of playing the game to operate your two sides of cannons the you know crew members are shouting out where ships are you have to figure out how to sink them that's not in the Incredibles. When you go over the Incredibles, you play as your one of your different Incredible guys, and you have you, like you need to level up Dash to get him to get his speed power, and then you need to control it and go around the town and and collect certain bad guys and and capture them. Uh, and what do you do with Syndrome? Or you don't know yet. Well, see, that's the the weird thing about it. Uh, so bookmark that as well. <laughs> then then you go over to Cars, and it and it's a little tough to kind of navigate around the town because it's hard to turn corners. But then it has one of the best racing games I've played in a long time. Uh, it's it, it, You'd love it, like to play the cars part of it, of, of zooming I bet. I believe yeah. it. Yeah. You go and you do all these matches and you play as Mater, you play as who, whatever character you have. So uh, what was your question just then? The uh, Oh, Syndrome. So this syndrome, is the weird yeah. thing about it and where, where you can see that they clearly – like the game, one of the CEOs said said time and time again, "No, we've had this game in development long before Skylanders was popular." That I believe is true because you can tell that the, popular, yes, or yeah. even around because Skylanders was released wasn't released until la- last year, about this time two years ago, so 2011, right? 
Mm-hmm. So and Toy Story three came out in what year? So the game came out at the same time as Toy Story three. They then took the they were probably very clear that or they had the idea of taking that same game mechanic and building toy boxes for other games. While that was in development, no doubt Minecraft became huge and they're like, oh, we could use this same tool and build a UI so that other players can can put their own thing in it. While they were developing that, I think Skylanders blew up and they said, okay, let's let's include that into this game as well. I see. So the the figurines Yeah. Was only added after Skylanders. Exactly. Was, I get you now. Because, okay. because in the toy box. Because from the selling point, that's interesting. Because yep. from the selling point, that's what it seems like they're doing. Yeah. But when you play the game, you're saying, like, Be- no. Because you unvi- you uh, peel back the curtain and saw the problem that they have before even playing the game. That in the toy box mode, not in the Minecraft version, build your own, it doesn't matter what yeah. character. Like, you can choose any character. It really doesn't matter what character you play as. Yeah, because how are you going to do races as Mr. Incredible? Exactly. So you can build, with, uh, a, like, Mr. Incredible can get in his car and race in the, and do the same thing there. So you could build a racetrack and race as Mr. Incredible against Mater. And you could build your own world to do that. But when you're playing the actual toy box element of the game, and you can drop in the villain, so uh, Davy Jones in the Pirates, you put him down, and he looks great. He's a little octopus guy, and he's got his little club foot and all that stuff is cool. But the story does not change. And this is this is where I was like, oh, this, so frustrating. Because the very first thing <laughs> Come you on, do, guys. <laughs> yeah, you, it doesn't matter. There it's where it's just a you tried to add this other element into the game and it's irrelevant because you the whole point in the pirates one is davy jones is going to get this map before us we have to do this thing to stop davy jones from taking over the ocean that's like so you're playing as davy jones and they're saying we have to stop davy jones exactly meanwhile it's like these idiots. yeah i'm right here same thing with syndrome in in the incredibles ones he's he's like oh syndrome is planning to destroy the city we must get the people together and and you can play as syndrome but in their defense like that's what they're doing is all of the bo- all of the in my opinion tell me if i'm wrong but all of the billboards and everything yeah. is like look at our figurine yeah, we have everybody it. and it's like it's they're they're like winking and out of the side of their face saying disney made skylanders everybody yeah oh yeah no no they're not but trying it's to completely irrelevant as far as the irrelevant. game goes and no doubt that kids will will love it and there are elements to like if you have i don't have mrs incredible i don't have elastigirl i've seen her gameplay in the game i'm like well she looks kind of fun to be able to stretch but the fighting is the same. She does the exact same thing. But you Dash, just see different animations. Exactly. Dash runs at the thing, which is cool. Mr. Incredible smashes the ground, and it sends a, a shockwave at the people. Elastigirl stretches her arm out and punches them. So mild variations, yeah. but still the same game. Um, it's clever, and I love it. But I, it, I'm thankful that I don't see it and didn't... Unlike Skylanders, like I bought the game and immediately wanted every single one of them. I play this, I'm like, I would like to play the other characters. Like, I wouldn't mind if I had the villains and some of the sidekicks just to vary it up. But the interesting part is the toy boxes. That's where I will drop my money. Are you ready to find out how much money they are? Um, <laughs> I have a question about Toys for Bob. Will you tell me yeah. if it would be better to go now? Or do you want to close with the money? Is that what you're saying? No, yeah, ask your question. So, because I what, can answer the money, whatever. It's my, about my pre-production. Pre-production. Meeting. element of spontaneity in the show. Um, <laughs> We're live to tape here. Here's, <laughs> here's my thing that... 
I feel when I first saw this, I felt bad for the guys at Toys for Bob because if I'm Bob and I'm making my toys for me, and all we're not making Swap Force, by the way, that's not Toys for Bob. What? They Swap Force is making Disney Infinity. No, no, no. Swap Force is uh, the next Skylanders, and it's Uh been being developed by somebody else. Varcarious Media. Okay. And they made all the mobile apps for the previous Skylander games okay. and all the um, uh, portable games. But my point is, is like they've landed on something that now, for the first time in a long time, I feel, tell me if I'm wrong, yeah. that there are T-shirts for children for a video game. Not an animated series that yeah. also is a video game. Not a movie that is a pure video game. Is selling lunch boxes, yeah. underwear, T-shirts, socks, Since everything. The and this is what I wanted to discuss here in the sandbox. <laughs> uh, the only other exception is Angry Birds. Yes, to that that's true. And Angry, Angry Birds, Birds is not a video game; that's a mobile game. It's a mobile game, but yeah. it had the same same effect. Yeah, lightning catalyzing so here's my point. thing. They come up with this way to revolutionize, in my opinion, marketing and... They, uh, they frontiered a brand new Economics game. of gaming. Yeah. A whole new way of gameplay, a whole new game mechanic. A the way idea of making money of, in yeah, games. The idea of switching out, like, you have to... It's so funny because it's one of those ideas like cell phones or any technology that makes total sense now because it's so integrated into it. But you dial it back four years, and the idea of switching your character out in a game by taking him off the thing and putting another other one on untested ground yeah. i mean there were some card games that were doing it some really cheap things but those were like more battle games and they were more about collectible cards but the idea of going no we're gonna sell toys in a store <laughs> and then the kids are gonna put that on a thing and they'll want to do it when i saw it in the store i scoffed at it i was like that looks like a waste of time mm-hmm. until i played it and saw the game i was like oh no this is incredible so when you find out you're you're bob and you find out disney is making this yeah. i feel like i'm sitting in my office going fudge <laughs> They, they, somebody asked them that when, at the last E3 when Disney announced Disney Infinity and had the guts to say, what do you think of Disney releasing Disney Infinity? And he, uh, he guy from Activision, very calmly and very direct said, well, you know, uh, we kind of see it as a non-issue. I mean, they... They, Bring uh, it, mofo. Yeah. They said, you know, this has been ext- – they even called it out for what it was. They said, this has been a, an extremely successful, very popular thing. We would expect that someone else would, would see this <laughs> and, and and try to move into the same market. I like that. Like, just – That's like it, my gossip girl. Or, you yeah. know what I mean? Whatever show people are getting into. <laughs> like, when that kind of stuff happens, like, yeah. yeah I like to see it. business tycoons fighting over – especially, like, like to me, this is a prime example of why terrorists should hate us. Is that it's like <laughs> we're getting catty about – about a billion dollars. Yeah. He was. It was funny because the guy. It, it's a British dude has a uh, podcast. I think it's called Gamer Dad, and uh, and so I don't know if how much British uh, news media you've interacted with, but their level of acceptable questions is a few shades of uncomfortable to an American. <laughs> like they will press into things that we would consider a taboo or uncool question, mm. and this was definitely in that arena. And he was just 
being himself because it's a legitimate question but i think you and i wouldn't have asked that question like what do you think of disney infinity and he just straight up said what are your reactions to disney infinity how do you feel about them releasing this that's awesome and it took the guy a little by surprise because it was all fun and they're like yeah we have this new game and it's so wait what did you ask (laughs) hold on um so but the the thing is and the disney ceos have said the same thing that it really is a different game yeah and and a lot of reviewers have come back to say how did you make this mistake that's what they keep calling it how do you like the the brilliance of skylanders is that in order to play the game you need the other characters like and then you get to swap them out and it matters based on their abilities based on their elemental power and their and the Each, zone that's range. one of the things that's the most impressive uh as i played the game we still haven't beat chaos but that like that to go back very, to it like how you were describing each of the attacks yeah it's just a variation of the same attack based on what that character and that's is stretching it the skylanders don't have that no it, they're completely different yeah. everything in skylanders, every single one of those skylanders you know, has its own attack its own thing mm-hmm. and you have a incredible. lob you have a throw you have a missile you have a yeah. direct you have an area of effect yeah and so that was that was genius and that's why it's clear that they had been developing this and they added this other thing on top of it when i play skylanders i the portal sits inches from me because i'm constantly swapping out constantly moving characters around i can play disney infinity and never touch the base yeah, it's an irrelevant piece of hardware it, it you know if, and then every now and then i'll like if i want to switch toy boxes but if, for me i can play one toy box for a half hour like that's a pretty good gaming session never touch it plug it in i it's now most of the time it sits behind the tv so my 11 month old son doesn't is the toy to box up. like a secondary disc that goes on the platform or something the t- yeah it's a it's a uh clear plastic thing that when an led light uh under inside the uh power pad or whatever it is shines it like makes it makes it illuminate so so quinn my 11 year old 11 month old son loves to take the figures and smash it on the power pad <laughs> first time i was like yeah you can see it you can look at it and he saw it blinking and he saw the thing and then smash it like a hammer i was like oh no we can't do that this is very expensive very expensive little toy how did you why did you even think to do that it's like you knew that that was delicate no he's a little cave person right now uh, yeah. must smash light fire everything. in there everything <laughs> so uh bottom line Get it. It's a great game. I can't wait for Toy Story in Space. I really hope that Wreck-It Ralph has its own playset. I will collect all the playsets because I love this type of game. Uh, there's a couple other characters that I think are fun that I would have, but it's t- I would probably only get them if they have a playset to go with them. So like Jack Skellington, Mickey Mouse, when he when his Fantasia Sorcerer comes out in 2014, uh, I, they don't have a playset. Yeah. There's no there's no story more mode for them. So unless they plan to develop some more open ended story modes or do like a Disneyland uh, playset, and maybe that'll be number two. I'll be all game for it. I'm hoping that there will be Disney Infinity Star Wars, Disney Infinity oh. Marvel. Uh, that wow. w- and they even mentioned the developer said yes, we would love to be able to to tackle that kind of stuff. And then you'd have you know Jack Sparrow and Jack Skellington hanging out with Obi Wan Kenobi, and yeah, you can see it unraveling from there. The so uh, two very important points: the price okay. tag and yeah. Angry Birds. So you've built this, you've built all this up. <laughs> We've built a sandcastle in the sandbox. Yeah. Let's kick it over Brow. with the price. The Toy box, the uh, starter pack, seventy five dollars. Like I said, so that's the game and the figures and three the, figures, and the three portal games, thing, uh-huh, and one little power square or something uh-huh. like that's called. the The individual characters are thirteen dollars, as opposed to a nine ninety nine Skylander, uh, um, twelve ninety nine for a giant, or or twelve ninety nine for light core. Yeah, so they start more expensive. 
to get a three pack, it's twenty five dollars, which is the higher end of a three pack of Skylanders. The uh, <laughs> the the game, the toy boxes. So two characters and a game, thirty five dollars. Thirty five dollars. Wow. Yeah. So it's not as expensive as another game, most other games, but it is as expensive as a game in that genre. Like Sly Cooper came out at thirty nine ninety nine. That was initial retail price. Mm-hmm. So to play Cars, the toy box, after already purchasing another game, another thirty five dollars. How many hours before you think you finish the story? I have not finished one toy box yet, and I have played them all for several hours, or se- hour or so every night. Like you've you've at least killed. Eight hours into one toy box and not finished? No, I have killed eight hours in all the toy boxes dispersed. That you have? Yeah. So how many do you have? uh, I have all five. You have all five toy boxes? And I have not beat one yet. So you've killed eight hours, so you're about one to two hours into each? Yeah, around there. Yeah. Uh, I... I looked at My the pirates. My math says that about four hours... That's what I wondered. I was concerned... toy box would be. Because again, Toy Story 3... Uh, I can't even tell. I'll have but to look it up. But if you think about it, that's only ten bucks an hour, really. No, it's a good deal. Yeah. Uh, in terms of uh, like in terms of what you spend to go to a movie, I'm not complaining. Where they where you would be a sinkhole is if you bought the other characters. But the because um, uh, <laughs> you could play the game. It's so I see what you're saying. So you're you're essentially buying a mini game or an expansion yeah. pack for thirty five dollars, exactly. and you get a couple figures so that you can interact with the hardware. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And play um, two players because you can play up to two. Okay, so I couldn't. But play you get two, two with every toy box, right? If you buy the, like the end of the starter pack, I don't have two people for pirates. I need okay. to buy another. Oh, pirate I see. Character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you buy a toy box, it comes with two characters for that toy box mm-hmm. automatically. Automatically. Uh, so then the only way that then I, I, that that to me seems smart. I can't argue it's a good with deal. that. That it's like. They're saying you don't have to, but if you want to see the world, you can experience everything for $35. Yeah. But we're also going to hold Mater over here as a carrot on a stick yeah. if you want. You're going to have to pay another and it 13 was, bucks. It was pretty tempting. I've been in the store several times, and like I said, they're everywhere. So they have a side pack or sidekicks triple pack where you get Mike Krasowski. You get um, what's his bucket um, from Pirates, the, the other pirate. Uh, <laughs> Orlando Bloom's guy, huh? No, the other guy, the other, the bad pirate from the first movie that's in all three. Oh, um, Barbosa uh, yeah. and Randall from Monsters in Inc. and and in such. Um, no, he's the villain. It would be Mike. Oh Wazowski. yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. sorry. Uh, what's this? Mike Wazowski. You said him first. Yeah, and then I'm terrible. At and this. you said Barbosa for Pirates of the Caribbean. So the that? sidekick for the Incredibles with the starter pack. Yeah, is uh, got to be Mrs. Incredible. It, is it or Mrs. Dash? No, it's Mrs. Incredible. Or Mr. Free- Ozone? Frozone? No, it's Mrs. Oh, no, it is Frozone. Frozone, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty incredible. And then the... Um, <laughs> For the Incredibles. Right? And then they have a ladies triple pack that's coming up later. Gosh, that, that was a good movie, The Incredibles. I just watched it the other night. Oh, it's fantastic. God, so, so before we get terribly out of our segments, the other thing that I want to talk about about the me- the game mechanics, like merchandising game mechanics, is that the third contender in this is Angry Birds. And Angry Birds Star Wars that comes out uh, in September is already selling Angry Bird toys. You can buy these in the store right now. Uh, that later, so Angry Birds is making a console game. Nope, it's for the phone. Wow. So you have Angry Birds Star Wars. They're making Angry Birds Star Wars yeah. again, uh, and then they have like different scenes. I hope that's not what it's called. I think so. They have different scenes from the movies, and I think it's going to lean a little closer to the to the new trilogy, whereas Angry Birds Star Wars, the current one, is from the original trilogy. The new one is called the Phantom Molting. Is it? 
Oh, oh, that would be good. I just made that up. Right um, so the you unlock like you buy a, a pack of a bunch of characters from the battle on Geonosis, and you can do like real Angry Birds stuff with them. They have a little a little uh, uh, slingshot, and you can pick up your little plastic Angry Bird and pew, knock down bricks. That's part of it. And then that Angry Bird has a, some sort of like QR code or something on it, and then you're ang- you're playing Angry Birds on your phone or your iPad with a camera, and scan that Angry Bird, and that's the one you play with in the game on that level. So unlike previous iterations of Angry Birds where you're forced to do the order that they put in for the Angry Birds, yeah. like you have to do this bird, this bird, this bird. Unless you buy that Warhawk or whatever yeah. it is. This one you can – you choose which Angry – and if you have if you have the super expensive – I don't know what it would be, uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi or Anakin Skywalker, you scan that one and boom, you get the lightsaber move or whatever you need for that level. So clever – I, I think it's – and it, using more of the Skylander-type game mechanic of choose-your-own character versus the, the add-on version of Disney Infinity. Um, but uh, I won't be getting that, <laughs> which I also said about yeah, Disney Skylanders Infinity. and Disney Infinity. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, come on. Poor Quinn in his college. <laughs> I, meanwhile, very entertained in his, in his earlier years. How much time we got left? Uh, 25 minutes. Oh, thank goodness. Why? Is that bad? Well, I just didn't want to talk forever about all that stuff. I really no, hope all that was good. interesting. Do we want to go to the new Hungry for information. I have your information. We are so good at segments. We are so, so good. You have so much to talk about here in the news. Uh, I so can't tell you. I'm so glad. I've been wanting to talk about that stuff for weeks. Like, really? I'm so stoked. Oh, yeah. You oh, did send me a text. I've been can, waiting a week. We can talk online. Like, you can play online. So you and I could play. We could play together. together yeah, yeah, yeah. A co-op mode, and yeah. I could be Mater, and you could be McQueen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. So we need, I need to bring it. Can I bring it over on your bro- son's birthday? Yeah, I don't care. Would that just, like, throw your thunder off? Uh, no, I don't have any thunder. Sweet. It's his birthday. Great. I don't care. He can do whatever he wants on his birthday. I love that plan. Um, I just won't leave it. I'm not going to do whatever he wants. Um, <laughs> all I, all I, well, this, I don't even think it needs to be said, but I'm going to say it, uh, is that just don't be upset if there's other things that he wants to do. Like no, of course might, not. He's going to have grandparents here and a ton of adults. I'll come early. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> before his party, and we'll play for uh, a half hour before your family shows up. All right, up. sounds good. <laughs> uh, my parents will be here in the morning. Uh, well, this is, we don't have to talk about this. This is the most interesting thing on the podcast. <laughs> right now, <laughs> what we're doing. Yeah. Uh, so let's talk about uh, release dates, yeah? Yeah. So uh, we already know I got a random email from Amazon saying that the PlayStation 4 got bumped up to November 15th. What was the original release date? Do you remember? December. Uh, like I think it was even after Christmas, if I remember correctly. Well, original Amazon does that thing where they know the year, but they don't have the specific release date. They will say to be released on December thirty first. Oh, of that okay. Year. Then that's what it was. So that I might have been. They may not have had an official release date. They had just said. Yeah, holiday season. I just thought it was interesting because I was like, I just pre ordered it because I'm like, well, I know I want it. You already pre ordered your your PS four. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh God bless you. Yeah. You know I own stock in so in Sony now. Oh. Yeah. Congratulations. Here's why. I talk about it like it's yeah. like I own it. So I might as well own a piece of it. Right. Run out and buy your PS4. <laughs> They're already sold out. What? That's what I found I'm out. I'm going to buy some more stock. That's what I found out <laughs> from the directors that they the they are So what happened was I got an email saying that uh your item has had new updated uh release date of November 15th. And then within a few minutes after that, I got another email saying uh, we understand that there are talks of, you know, that they're sold out. 
Uh, yours will be. We will ship them in order of order placed. Uh-huh. So because I pe- I bought mine back in June, May, somewhere wow. around there. So well, initial release information. Yeah, you... when I found out, I just I just said I'll buy it because uh, it's. Uh, Heath called me and said. Putting it in my phone route. I'm coming over November 15th. Uh, Heath put it in my. Uh, he sent me and said, "Hey, you could pre-order your PS4 now on Amazon." By the way, he sent me a. Excuse me. He sent me a text. So I think I did it like within a week of that. Nice. So, so you, I should be good to go. Yeah. I think. I, I, yeah. I. Th- I, I That's I should a Friday be fine. night. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. So and then uh, we were when I was looking around for news, I saw this other thing that says email suggests well, Xbox One launching November 8th. Oh, interesting. So Trying that to beat is them out. A week before. That is the Friday before the PlayStation. So I'm expecting uh, in a, another month that I will get another email from Amazon saying that my PlayStation 4 will be coming on November 1st. <laughs> and that the you two had of me. Them, I was like, wait, did you buy a, three, uh, a 300 or whatever they are? <laughs> the, the two of them are going to keep going back until all of a sudden my you already uh, have it. <laughs> my PlayStation 4 will just show up in my entertainment center. <laughs> Please, uh, but the story go this is a story from Yahoo News where we get all of our news for the show. Uh leaked email supposedly originating from a Walmart marketing firm marks the Xbox One with a Friday November 8 launch date. Sent to Kotaku, the email contains a list of upcoming midnight store launches, all confirmed as well as that of the Xbox One. Should the link prove accurate, it means that Microsoft's console and media center hybrid will beat Sony PlayStation's 4 to market and not the other way around as previously thought likely. The PlayStation 4 is priced at $299 in contrast to the Xbox One's $399 and is set to launch on November 15th in North America and 29th in European, Oceanic, and Latin American regions, 31 territories in all. The Xbox One, meanwhile, is confirmed to be targeting a worldwide November launch across 13 selected territories in North America, Western Europe, Oceania, Mexico, and Brazil, with other countries to follow in 2014. That number is down from the original Phase 1 launch target of 21 countries, which, uh, with localization mm. issues cited as the official ju- uh, justification, and industry whispers suggesting that manufacturing efficiencies are the underlying reason. Yeah. The Walmart ind- email indicates that beating PlayStation to the punch in key strategic regions was just as big a factor. Yet, even if the email proves genuine, there is, uh, there is wiggle room for Washington-based tech giant Microsoft. The Xbox, Xbox One date is the only one that is not listed as confirmed. The other option would be to allow the PlayStation 4 to launch first at a lower price and on the Xbox One's home turf. Uh, wait, hold on. At a lower price and on the Xbox One's home turf, almost inconceivable. So what they're saying, uh, yeah. that last sentence came out a little bit weird out of my mouth, but what they're saying is, so even though it's list, the, the release date wasn't listed as confirmed, but the only other alternative would be to go, we're going to let this cheaper box go first, yeah. and then we're going to come in at twice the money. The, the problem with them being so close together, Microsoft loses either way, because with the exception of the people that, that want to get the new console day of, mm-hmm. which are going to be the people that have already made up their mind, right? These yeah. are the people that have made their decision. Like me. Yeah. 
Right. So you weren't swayable no. already. You've already cast your vote. You're yes. Republican. It's done. Yeah. Or Democrat, whatever you're. <laughs> whatever the you PlayStation are Republican. is. I want, yeah, I didn't want to say that PlayStation yeah. PlayStation's Republican. I happen to be a Republican. You already know. Although which, people like voting. to tell me, people, my liberal friends like to tell me, I think you're a libertarian. That's yeah, what they say. And you punch them in the throat. <laughs> which is, I think, basically means that uh, you have conservative values, but you don't care if gay people get married. <laughs> which I guess is Which me. most Republicans yeah. now anyway. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so. Or it's a, you're a liberal who's anti-government. <laughs> I think maybe that's Ron what they're Swanson. trying to say. Yeah. So the um, so the the like battle of the timeline isn't. I don't. I don't know. I'm not a, an economics and a merchandising genius, but I can tell you as a consumer. Yes, you are, Kevin. Thank you. Could you. Be whatever you want to be. Thank you. Yeah. Not true. Uh, <laughs> I want to rule Venus? <laughs> Done. The secret tells Who's me. Who's going to contest you? Fair enough. The Venetians. <laughs> Guess who just owns the southern hemisphere of Venus right now? Oh, yours. Oh, but I want the top, too. Have them both. Okay, thanks. And a Sunday. Might have to deal with a civil war in a hundred years. <laughs> But oh man, hit stop! Gotta... We gotta write this screenplay. Damn it, <laughs> stuff is gold. We'll be right back. The most ambiguous civil war <laughs> on a global history is all because of some guy going, "I did, I want I want all of Venus. Uh, did I want it? We can't even get there, sir. It's not even inhabitable, but it's mine because I claimed it. I said I get the bottom half. <laughs> I call dibs. <laughs> I call dibs. A global on war on dibs. Um, you can't do that on the moon, by the way. Uh, Tune also, in later for a second world war over shotgun. Did you did you hear that they're going to grab an asteroid and make it a docking station to go to Mars? Yeah, why not? What's up? Have you, did you already know that? No, I had no idea. Oh, okay. So they're going to grab a meteor, uh, an asteroid that's hanging out, and make it orbit the moon and turn it into a fueling station on the way to Mars. I love it. That's a great. Like ten years from now, we'll be on the Mar- on Mars with that. Love it. Plan. Let's do it. Why the moon? I don't know. Um, it's halfway. No, I mean, why? Why not have it orbit Earth, or why not just I make think that's the moon more dangerous? Probably. Why isn't the moon the docking station? Then I don't understand. It's too big. Maybe, <laughs> maybe the gravity. Yeah. Okay, not what we're talking about. <laughs> Here's my point: is that so? No, the- I got to get these guys on the horn. They got a lot of holes. <laughs> these rocket scientists. We've established not known I'm a for Republican. thinking of everything. I don't mean my damn tax dollars <laughs> go into some crocomamie scheme to put. Yeah. Honestly, rocket fuel and an asteroid. Why the why Mars? Why is it so important that we get to Mars? If they have the ability to build a space station, grab an asteroid, throw it, change its orbit to be around the moon, and then build a station on it. Yeah. Why aren't they building things on the moon that we can use? Here's why isn't there a permanent lab on the moon? I'd rather go to your new planet because Venetia. as we all <laughs> as we all know, men are from Mars. Yeah. Women are from Venus. Yeah. I don't want to go to that sausage fest over there on the red planet. It's going to smell like feet and B.O. constantly. I want to go to a nice lace. Sure, it'll be hot, but that means all oh, the yeah. ladies there will be in bikinis. It, it actually is covered in a constant layer of, of storms. There's yes. a, just a constant, like... A love uh, storm. Cr- I'm picking up climate what you're putting down. Okay. <laughs> yeah. The climate is so, hot. So your grandma goes, huh? to, the, goes to Target uh-huh. <laughs> and is like, I'm going to buy... A game console for for my grandchild. Yes, because it's because oh, it's we're almost going Christmas. Back to that. Yeah, <laughs> she is. I from guess we could talk about our Mars. <laughs> Stay in the newsfeed. She is. This segment brought to you why we don't do. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> segments are for the weak. Well, <laughs> and for the compartmentalized. I think the non-segments we, are for the weak-minded. We like prefer an open-ended game, yeah. <laughs> an open sandbox game, and yeah. you all want a regimented story. Okay, so the uh, <laughs> you want it to make sense, yeah. and and we want to be a Quentin Tarantino film. Yeah, so that's, that's our generation. I'm gonna start dropping end bombs like there's no tomorrow, uh, and I'm gonna pick those end bombs up and turn them into flowers and yep. hats like a good hippie because it's open-ended. As soon as please don't pull my phone off the wall. Fair enough. <laughs> so, so here's the deal: if she, if your grandma doesn't walk into the store between November eighth and November fourteenth, uh-huh. she, she's only fa- when that window, yeah. she's only faced with the Xbox One as is an option for you. Mm-hmm. She walks in the store November fifteenth and on, she and she sees t- during this like heightened time to purchase a console she sees two consoles sitting yep. there one is four hundred dollars one is five hundred dollars now maybe she was told that the xbox is what you wanted maybe somehow that information got to you but to the average consumer or to you know it's mom and dad deciding which one to get them they didn't do their holiday shopping uh i mean both of those are going to fall before black friday so it's all they're all going to be out yep I don't see how it, the benefit of them. If the Xbox could have gotten their console out like a clean month earlier, yes, that's what I was going to say. Six weeks earlier. If we were going to get it next week, then then they would have because to get it. I mean, that's why Sly Cooper got bumped is that they didn't release it in the in the holiday season because it was an overcrowded market, and instead they put it in February and they saw stronger sales because it was the only thing that had really come out at that time. Does Christian prefer the Xbox to his PlayStation? Our, our friend Christian, our, yes. our Xbox. Um, uh, aficionado. Yeah. I he used to prefer the 360. Whenever I would say I'm thinking about getting this game, he would always say choose the 360 because it's a stronger machine. My experience has been that the the PlayStation is yeah. a much better machine. It's cleaner, it's faster, it's got a higher resolution and there's you, no red ring of death. You compare yeah, you compare games like Red Dead Redemption to it, loading scenes screens are forever for things like skinning animals on the 360 because it has to jump to some other part of the disc. Never had those sort like I'd read these reviews of people on Skyrim having hang-ups and things and locking up. The I would occasionally have problems on on the PlayStation playing Skyrim, but you learned it's how to Skyrim. Avoid it. That's I mean yeah, that's huge. It's a, it's an, it's another universe. Yeah, there's like you can play video games within that video game. Yeah, <laughs> you, you you can, yeah. and I think you do. I, I probably am now. Um, yeah, because that's what I feel like when uh, when you and I are talking, and I mean I know clearly the 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 real big reason why PlayStation is better is because Sly is not on the Xbox. I I think so. Um, but. but it's it's a better controller. It's a better. Uh, It'll be interesting to see if the one has uh, a more ergonomic PlayStation ish yeah. controller. Um, but they've been pretty hard and fast. But I have there's a friend one. that uh, that I had that uh, Eric Olson, who I used to play Madden with him when I did that touring show. He was one of the cast members on this touring show, and he swore by his Xbox. Like, yeah. He was like he would never go back. He said that the PlayStation was an inferior machine and blah blah blah. And he was part of the reason and the price why I got the 360 to start. Yeah. But I, I, as soon as I got back, like now, even if the PlayStation Four was two hundred dollars more yeah. than the three than the Xbox One, I would still have wow. bought PlayStation Four. Wow, and so you, not gone Xbox One. Wow. So you're saying you would pay seven hundred dollars for a PlayStation Four? Um, yes. Wow. I made, and if I couldn't afford it, you I would have. Uh, here's the thing: uh, if I couldn't afford, it, I would just stuck with my PlayStation Three, which I'm very happy with. But because it's only three hundred bucks, I'm like, why wouldn't I do this? Just do it. Yeah, fine. It's four, huh? 
The PlayStation 4 is 400. I got to cancel my. <laughs> <laughs> then I just read that they said that it's launching at 399. 299. Wait, what? The PlayStation 4 is priced at 299 in contrast to the Xbox One's 399. Wait, you must have that wrong. Nope, it says right here on Yahoo News. Oh, am I crazy? Did I did my brain? Well, here's the thing. What I think that is that what this is like a base yeah, model. Like when yeah. they when they offer a Honda Civic, they're saying it's starting at sixty thousand dollars. Yeah, but yeah. in actuality, when you walk out of there, you're paying twenty five thousand because you you want air conditioning in Southern California. I'm pretty sure that's wrong. You think the story's wrong? I that doesn't sound right. Um, go to your Amazon. Okay. Uh, this is fun for everybody at home. You're like, oh, you guys are idiots. How do you not know the price? Um. Well, here's the thing. Well, the other thing is I either Xbox... know the price or you know the price. It's not like we're both <laughs> idiots. Uh, Xbox also recently repealed the Connect as being an integrated um, part of the of the game. You don't need like you. I guess there are two models mm-hmm. where you don't have to have a uh, the Connect as part of your um, part of your Xbox One. Did I just miss it on my thing here? Standard uh, Amazon has the PlayStation 4, PS4 Standard Edition. Um, it does not have a price listed on it. Though. Yeah, they don't have. So what they do on Amazon is they don't list the price, and then what? Or they list the price at what they think it's going to be, and then if it comes out cheaper, uh, yeah, it doesn't have a price on mine. Oh but wait, nope. Total four thirty five ninety six. Four thirty five ninety six. And yeah. I am getting the standard edition. So, so what they will do? What they will do? You is, just said a moment ago is this three hundred dollars. Two ninety nine is what the article says. So you got the standard edition for four ninety for three. I have for three ninety nine, so it's four thirty five with tax and all that stuff. Now what they so will, is there a stripped down? It's like standard, and then there's like base. Uh, yes, I think there might okay. actually be a lesser one, but I think that what Amazon may end up doing is say they're right. I'm not saying that they're right, but say that they're right. Then what they will do is they'll send me an email saying because they don't charge you until it ships. Ah, uh, yes. So when it ships, they go actually it was this, and so or what's also happened is that. They've shipped it, and then the game is dropped in price within like a few days, mm-hmm. and then they give you a credit for that amount. That's happened to me on a lot of video games through Amazon. The base uh, everywhere, Toys R Us. By the way, if you're pre-ordering your PlayStation 4, go to uh, GamerlandPodcast.com and click through yeah. our Amazon banner. Did you do that? I did do that. Good for you. Uh, the PlayStation 4 on Toys R Us, $3.99. Uh, the PlayStation console with bundled things as much as five nineteen at, at Target and some other places. Uh, so yeah, there there are a couple different levels. That comes with two controllers. The play the at Target it comes with two controllers and a game. Yeah. So your base model is is the most stripped stripped down that they've got. Oh okay. Uh, I have pre-ordered uh, Skylander Swap Force. <laughs> it will come to me in October, and I actually think. And then I I pre-ordered two bundled packs of of other characters, and I actually think they're going to show up before the actual game will. (laughs) (laughs) The other thing that's interesting is that they had it releasable on the PS4 and the PS3. Yeah, so that's what I was thinking about because, like, I bought Madden 25. Yeah. So here's – and I did some poking around today, and I found out – and I I know we're getting off the news feed, but um, that what I found out – We slipped back into the sandbox. (laughs) So what they're doing is if you bought a digital version mm-hmm. of the game. So anybody who's buying a game in the next three months that is uh, that they want to be able to play on their PlayStation 4 because they know they're going to get it, uh, and you don't know this already, buy the digital version. Mm. You won't be able to resell it, but what it will do is that you could download it on through the network onto your PS4 and it will be playable. Mm-hmm. But the PS4 will not read the PS3 discs. Of course not. Yeah, that's, yeah. What I, that's what I found out recently. Which is recently. a giant... Shame, because <laughs> I have a very. I thought uh, my initial thought was 
the same thing of like, oh, well, I'd love to have the con lab be able to play these games. And then yeah. I realized I don't have to throw it away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In fact, the PS3 will continue to have free internet, whereas the PS4, you must pay to be connected to the internet now. PlayStation Plus, you have to be on PlayStation Plus in order to connect to the internet oh. and use things like Netflix, just like the Xbox. The PlayStation 3 will not require that, so that will continue to be my Netflix playing device and my library of PS3 game playing device. Sizz. Unless I sell all my Sony stock and buy... Uh, I'm going PS4. back to Xbox One now. <laughs> That's I didn't know they were going to charge me to play online. So does Xbox One, though. Huh? Xbox One already pays. You have to pay to play online. It's the principle, Kevin. It's the their, their point in the article that I read said that they felt that they could to make it free would have downplayed the quality so much that it would have frustrated players. They figured it was better to charge the players. That's what Xbox's whole point and was. give them a better quality. That's what they which I don't agree with because I I don't see well at comparing Xbox to PlayStation. I don't see what the difference is there in terms of quality. Yeah. Now that could be that's what Xbox's downfall to me yeah. is is that you're charging. But there's downtimes, you know what I mean? Like, maybe comparatively, they're not. And I'm sure there's an Xbox lover who's like, you son of a... And yeah. is yelling at their iPod on their treadmill or whatever. Probably <laughs> and, not running. And what remains to seen that if... the Like, that's what I wanted to see is with the PlayStation 4, what will be the improved quality of the internet connection with, with other people for for a paid yeah, price? Because now, if I you're making me pay for it... It better be damn I, I smooth. Don't, I don't think. I think it's just a changing of the guard. That's I what think I think so. is happening. I think that they're saying we have to make a buck off of this to yeah. make it worthwhile. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. That's, that's Which is where PlayStation Plus came from. Yeah. Like, well, how do we get people to pay us to do this? And I'll end up doing it, and it's fine. Everybody, you'll wins. you'll survive. Yeah. And I'll and my stock will go up. Yeah. You're welcome. We should go into the inbox. Oh no, we have to go behind the controller. We have uh, about five minutes left, or less than that. So, do you want to pick one and then bump the other one back to next week? Let's go to the inbox. We have lots of things. Is that interesting for behind the controller? I have a a topic that I think is interesting that relates to the sort of uh, open ended gaming. Let's do it. Let's do that because we have emails. We could do. There's only like three emails that we're going to do. Okay, so it's fine. So, um. Two Souls. Are you familiar with this game? Nope. Uh, it's called Beyond Two, so- Two Souls. It stars Ellen Page, uh, digitally animated. We we reviewed it slightly when, when they released it back at E3. I can't remember what year it was. Uh, and the thing that's so interesting about it is they made a really big deal about cast- casting Ellen Page in this. Just like Last of Us, it's all about getting named, known actors to be these in stop-motion. Stop-motion? No. Mo- motion capture games. Which has the- a wannabe voice actor I hate. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. It's pretty obnoxious. The thing about Ellen Page, brilliant actor. This, mm-hmm. b- make sure you mark this. I th- what I'm about to say is not a slight to Ellen Page. I'm a huge fan of her work. But they they cast this woman and she's good for the role probably, and not having played the game from what I can tell of the content of the game, it it makes a lot of sense. But the genius that is in Ellen, Ellen Page as an actress is that she is able to shut down in a way that you can see her brain working behind her eyes. She doesn't look vacant when she stops moving. You can see things happening inside of her mind in this sort of like lost thing that she does. It's it's brilliant. That does not translate to a digital medium no. where her face is being digitized because the computer is the op- what's so brilliant about it. It's getting facial tics. Exactly. Not, she can she can hold her face. Soul. Yeah, she can fold her hold her face still, and you go, oh my gosh, that is there's she's doing so much with nothing. 
the computer's natural resting state is nothing. So when you translate somebody that is really great at holding still and communicating so much with that, the the medium, the digital medium, does not transfer that information over. Not having played the game, I could be wrong. The scenes I've seen, I'm like, you're you've wasted a great actress on this medium that doesn't make yeah, sense. Yeah, because I feel like she doesn't use her face, but she uses uh, her head as, yeah. to gesture. And, and maybe that's something they can't pick up is like how it's maybe it'll it's come across or something. I don't know. The scenes I've seen, she's just sitting behind a table, like shocked to hell from something that's happened, mm-hmm. and. And it just looks like I'm like I could have designed that by drawing you a picture. Yeah, <laughs> you could have put that in your game. I could be wrong. Uh, not having played the game, the game totes a lot of uh, big principles. They they're dealing with the afterlife. Uh, there's some sort of Ellen Page walks around with some sort of ghost or other entity uh, that that does things with you. They just released that you can play as that entity, but only through a mobile app. <laughs> You won't actually play as the character. So if we tag team, I think the idea is that you can play with me on your mobile app on the other side of the country. I, I'm not sure how it, it's going to break down. Um, and they they made some big points. It's the same guys that made Heavy Rain. So their whole point yeah. is we're doing we're doing something different here. Mm-hmm. We're we're going to tell a story, which I appreciate. That's about after Heavy Rain yeah. was an amazing game, but it was it was it was fun and it was interesting. You know what I mean? Like absolutely wasn't a game changer, but. So they're over at Quantum Dream, phrase. and their CEO, David Cage, had this article and interview on Game of Sutra, which is where I get all of my gaming news. And uh, let me, and he had this article recently about Game Over and how his point is that in terms of developing a game, the Game Over screen is a failure not for the player but for the game designer, uh, it, meaning that if you know if your player fails at it then you failed to to make the game interesting and move forward where uh, as opposed to the player being able to succeed he does say in, in an action game i'm quoting him i get it why not it's all about skill but in a story driven game experience uh, in my experience it, it doesn't make any sense and what he goes on to de- to describe is that um it, it, the game over scenario within a game it's like creating an artificial loop Oh. <laughs> I finally figured out what that was. I'm sorry, that's our show. I'm sorry, we have to, we have to wrap it up. That was like an episode of Lost right there. What was that? <laughs> that was something that was not supposed to happen. That was not supposed to happen. All right. Was that an alarm? Is that yeah, what that's, that we're done? Yeah, but I was supposed to. It's not supposed to do that. I didn't want any sounds. <laughs> yeah, I didn't do that before the last time. But maybe I did something different. I'm sorry. All right. So he's saying, uh, if you didn't, so by creating an artificial loop, the artificial loop is saying you didn't play the game I the way I wanted you to play. So now you're punished, and you're gonna have to come back and play it again until you do what I wanted you to do. Mm. And it, uh, where, but where's the cool part? So so the idea is that um, the he says in this article here the player will either be able to escape so there's one part of the game where the player will either be able to escape from an enemy on a train or will be caught by them and have to deal with the alternative story path in which they are caught the oh, idea that would be so frustrating though yeah so the idea expands on story elements uh, that the cage has explored in previous games including heavy rain so so why do you think that it's frustrating uh, well, here's the thing. My first thought was that that would be frustrating because I want to play the game. Well, you know what I mean. Like, but that I think I'm coming from the mindset 
of like what we just what he yeah. just mentioned. Whereas it, what he's doing creates a much better experience. Yeah. Than following down their see, path. And see, this is the thing that I... I, I as long as I can... Uh, it, it, it creates replay value mm-hmm. and, and all that stuff, but it's always that weird thing. There's these weird elements that I think have always existed in games where you feel like, and it's not on purpose because we've talked to developers, but you feel like you've painted me into a corner here. Like, yeah. no matter... Like, there's uh, moments in God of War where you start fighting, you fight, you fight, you fight, and you're like, I'm kicking the crap out of this yeah. thing. Why is it not dying? Only to find out that when you die, that that's what kickstarts the next part uh-huh. of the story. Yeah, you know yeah, yeah, I mean? yeah. And so there's all these elements of that that frustrate me when I don't know. So I don't know what that says about me psychologically. No, uh, no, 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 no. Well, the problem is is that the, you're, what you're describing. Times. I see what you're describing is a linear based storyline. Yeah. Um, and and here's the problem is that I because I, I read that article and I go no. Duh. Mm-hmm. How, why is this even news? And the only reason it's news is because nobody's been doing it yet. Because if you play uh, if you play any sort of game or you play a lot of games, you know that most games are built on a linear structure. Mm-hmm. I've, I've talked about it a lot. Even on a game that touts being able to choose your own adventure. Grand like, Theft Auto. Yeah, or like Infamous. It has, it has a story. And maybe you get to choose which scene you play, mm-hmm. but the elements roll next into each other. Why do we have that? Because we've adopted when games started to have stories in them, they took them from movies, which are a, a linear script that you go through and you unlock levels. It's easier to develop. Because you only have to develop one thing. If you can't get to that thing, you have to go back and try again until you get to that part in the story. But don't you feel like this is just the same of that, but it's a different way of playing, portraying? It depends it on it depends on how they unravel it. Because here, look at the examples that don't do that: Skyrim, all the stupid toy box games that I just described within within Disney Finney. Uh Guild Wars kind of gets away with this. Uh, I mean, Skyrim is probably the best example, or any of those sort of games where the the stories are out there. The, I'll never forget in the game of Skyrim where I was running away from being attacked by a bunch of arrows and a ghost on a horse just just passed in front of me. I was like, the, those damn fools are such geniuses. That is a story. I didn't have time to deal with it. And it and it created a... They talk about all the time, like, create your own personal story. Mm-hmm. But it really created a personal story that I had to make the choice. Is that the first chapter of some other storyline where he was going to ask me to, to fight for people that he can no longer fight or find out who this ghost is and chase him down? Or do I keep moving on because I can't deal with it? And I play the game. I still have no idea what that ghost was doing. It was this one time. You didn't just do a YouTube search? Uh, have you? Do you know what it is? No. Yeah, see, that's what I'm talking about. The game is so deep. I'm sure I could. Yeah. But I enjoy that element of the oh, game. Oh, no, yeah, I would. You're right. You're the, right. That precious, like, truly, I made a choice within the story. And so... To this, like in reality, it, it, which is what a game has the potential of being, is it's not a movie where you're forced to watch what's happening inside a, a, a picture box or this frame and it's been determined linearly because it's sitting in a can and it's been shot and determined. You get to decide the angle and direction and how long you stay in one room. Everything up until this point has been kind of artificial. You choose what to do, but really you're just choosing when to ratchet the story forward at your own pace mm-hmm. to move things along. In reality, 
You made the decision to buy a house. You made the decision to marry your wife. You made the decision to walk outside. You're making the decision to sit here and do a podcast. And you have the option of right now walking next door and knocking on your neighbor's door and punching him in the face and seeing where that story goes. Mm -hmm. And that is the future of games. What he's describing is like this mind-blowing new idea of letting stories kind of unravel naturally (laughs) is what games will be in a very short amount of time. Game over. I'm mostly messing with you. I agree. <laughs> I was like, oh, he has no reaction. No, uh, I, agree. I agree. This is the first time he's ever wanted to finish the show on time. No, no. <laughs> uh, I agree I that um, I just, here's what I, th- I, I am skeptical of it because I feel that they are, I feel like they keep dressing up the same old chick. You see what I'm saying? Mm. Like they're buying a dress for like 20 years from now. Our kids aren't going to look at Julia Roberts and go, man, that's awesome. I'd like to get me a slice of that. You see what I'm saying? Like, did anybody ever say that? Fair enough. Uh, horrible I, analogy. I, I, or honestly, analogy. She's she's great. I didn't. It's not like you said Cindy Crawford. That would be an example of like she was super no, because, hot. No, because she's still hot 20 years later. That's the problem. Her 20 years then uh, and 20 years from now, I think she's still going to look the same. <laughs> so here's my point, though, is that I think that they say these kinds of things, like just like Grand Theft Auto was this revolutionary thing, and then you kind of find out that there is a small piece that is different. But there is still like you could if you if you move aside the dust and the grass and all that stuff, you go, oh, yeah, there's the roots. I see it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I still feel like all they're going to really be able to do is to say there are elements just like in infamous. There are elements. There are plot points that if you fail, it's going to put as opposed to an infamous. If you fight a boss and you lose, because here's what I don't here's what's what I think they're going to end up doing. So say, say, let's use infamous as an example, Mm -hmm. as a, as a narrative. So there's the huge, you know, neutron guy who's walking through and we're trying to get all the stuff in order before he gets to this new new Orleans or now I guess I'm on infamous too, but so we're trying to get to (laughs) the beast. Yeah. So the beast is on his way and we got to get our crap together so that when the beast arrives, we could fight him. So the beast arrives, we fight him and we lose. Yeah. So, in a sense, so then what happens? He just starts destroying, like he's in the process of destroying the city, and then we got to try and re, like rally. You know what I mean? Like uh, rally the troops. Like there are there to create a sense of urgency. There is a sense of also ultimatum that mm-hmm. happens within these narratives, and that if you lose on say a boss battle, then the ramifications of that. Well, then you're dead, and then they take over the world, and and what are you going to do now? So the, see, I think what his example is... But that's is that, the reality of the story. See, that's the thing is that we're so trained to have this typical story climax. But then that's climax, game over. But that's not game over if if that's the end of the story. So say, instead, imagine it like this, that it's spokes on a wheel. Uh, and you start in the center, and you move outwards towards the end. And the outer part of the wheel is the end of the... That's the end of the story. No matter what, you're going to get there. We The story only lasts for 24 hours. And what you do for the next 24 hours doesn't matter. You're going to see that for 24 hours. If your character falls and breaks its leg... That's what happens for the next 10 hours, and we skip forward, and then, then that's the end of the story. Mm-hmm. You can replay it again, but that's not the same thing as Game Over, in which you're getting to a, a chapter, and they're saying, no, you didn't, you didn't shoot the thing in the face at the right time when it opened its eyes, Batman. You have to start over. <laughs> and you have to replay that same cut scene again with the same way. That's not the same thing as... 
as as a game over. That's just a story unraveling differently with the ability to retell that story. And and I'm sorry, just so I could go back because this guy is the guy who developed Two Souls. That's why everybody's yeah. making this hullabaloo. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. the other thing, He's and I think we it. talked about it, is that I did some more looking around yeah. after watching uh, Watch Dogs at yeah. Comic Con. I've seen some trailers and everything, and some people talking about it. And what's interesting is that they're they're saying that same thing, and that this game has no narrative. Which game? The Watch Dogs. Oh, uh, interesting. So you are in a world. He goes, it's truly an open sandbox, which I know that word has been, I think, over or the phrase has been overused. It's a good segment, though. He, um, <laughs> he, his point is that you wander through this world. And you find people that are good and bad, but it, you hack into all of their history. So you can mm-hmm. look at somebody and it'll say, like, uh, known sex offender or, you know, like literally it'll yeah, say yeah, something yeah. like that or uh, stole some money from his office or this person is a good citizen and blah, blah, blah. Or I think one of the examples, too, that said a uh, high uh, level of uh, possible victim like this. Mm, this is a, There was a lady walking. And so in this trailer, like he followed her and then sure enough around the corner she gets mugged and then he stops the mugging but the chick runs away and you never see her again he chases this guy guns him down uh kills this mugger and so then the cops are called in because there's like gunplay happening in yeah, the streets sure. of new york and then he's got to escape the cops and you have access to everything so you bring up these pillars from the ground uh as the cop cars are trying to come in and the cop car just slams into it because it didn't know it was coming and so you run out and then there's this point where you could see you could change the traffic lights to make traffic what game up. is this watch i know it's incredible <laughs> Uh, and then by the other thing is, so to get away from the cops, he climbs over the hill. They're like, and you hear the cops, he's up there, he's up there. So you stop a subway train that's coming near you, jump on it, and then make it go again. And that's how you got away, get away from the cops. And so there, that, that's on PS4. Uh huh. I need to get one of those. So their whole point is, you could sell that infinity thing. <laughs> uh, their whole point is that it, there is no narrative. Like you're just you're going through, and there's a ton of like mini missions. But no ultimate like boss battle or anything like that. It's all just these little. That sounds like Skyrim. Then. Yeah, that's that with yeah with Skyrim kind of some smaller narrative arcs. But with narrative, yeah, it's it's a Skyrim set in New York now, and you walk around in a sports coat and a hoodie, I'm and sold. it's everything is done through your cell phone. And see, what I'm suggesting is that there's a way to marry these two things that you can take that kind of open world thing and still uh, finesse. A, an ultimate storyline with three act structure within it. Yeah, I would I have to do it to, to try it, but the more and more I'm thinking about it, there's a part of me that goes, you know, I would kind of like to just see what happened. Like, I would like that idea, like if I fail at something, just or whatever choice I make, because mm-hmm. I like I like making the good choices in Mass Effect, and I I fantasize about being a bad guy, but. I don't think I would enjoy it as much. In his example, in Two Souls, I mean, don't you find both of those interesting choices, to go back to our improvisational roots? Yes. That the choice of escaping from a train and then doing whatever you need to do once you're out of the law is just as interesting a choice as having to be detained by these people and escape from them. Yes. Both of those, or whatever. Like, now you got to figure out how you got to get out of jail. Or or meet new people in jail. I mean, there's always another story within that. So that's what I find interesting is that well, and I, all... I guess I and I don't know anything about developing games but what I what it makes me think of is like well how can they possibly create that but what they could do is they could have stories in a hopper mm-hmm. and when a consequence happens then you kind of stumble into this story Some modular yeah so it's still as opposed to it being a linear like movie they... so in a sense what we would be playing mm-hmm. is like a screenplay they write a four-hour movie yeah. and they shoot a four-hour movie and then they edit it down to a two-hour movie right exactly so in this case what they're doing is they're taking all four hours because in a video game they can 
and you have scenes that would end up on the cutting room floor or just there. Yep. And if a con- if a consequence happens, then you just find yourself in that scene. Except for exponentially, because you would have to assume that because you made one choice later, that other choice is not uh, an option anymore. Mm-hmm. Because you've made the choice to escape from the train or were able to escape from the train, you no longer will experience what happens. So that when you get that's you half get the thing. So so instead of your example of half of the game not being accessible to you, it could be as much as. A sixteenth of the game is only the thing you experience. And then the Toys for Bob thing would be that you would have to sell a YouTube subscribership for people to be able to see all of the options that they missed. Oh, and that's what PS4 that was, is That's doing. what they would do. And, but they'd be, I, they'd be little things that you can play with and then put them on top of it. No. no also, my good. last thing about Skylanders before we go away. My, nope. oh, no, no time, no time, no time. my prediction, since okay. we're in predictions, yeah. is that Skylanders 4 or 5 will be build your own Skylander and it will be mailed to your house. What? Wow. Right? That just makes sense. Yeah. Because I think Skylanders 4 will be, instead of just tops and bottoms, it'll be arms, legs, heads. And then after that, Knees it will be... Toes. Yeah. Throw a shoulder there. <laughs> you'll, you'll design your own character online with its own power, set of powers, and they'll mail it to your home. Wow. That's or the future. they do like those new uh, those new action figures for the Iron Man, and you can assemble them. They just sell pieces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can assemble it yourself. Oh, that's probably... And that's what the, I think the next one will be. Yeah. But I think eventually the cool thing will be able to... We're about three or four generations because uh, 3D printing is super easy. Yeah. It's coming. It's coming. Wow. Good times. All right. That was our co- uh, show. Send us an email to show at GamerlandPodcast.com or you can also send us questions to questions at GamerlandPodcast.com. You can find us on Facebook. Join the conversation. Facebook.com slash GamerlandPodcast. That is a great uh, opportunity for you to be able to interact with Kevin. and uh, Or you can follow the show on Twitter at GamerlandPod. And what else? Oh, don't forget to go to Facebook.com slash I Want Sly Cooper in his own animated series. We are trying to Betty White this bitch and get that thing on television. On behalf of my good friend. Oh, really, he's my new friend. Kevin Miller's is just sports for saying, okay, bye. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.